Well, we did it. The first season of the Green in Action podcast is complete. The Green in Action podcast is your space to celebrate and learn from the successes and innovations of green leaders in the affordable housing field. Let's look back at the show's first season. Creating green housing doesn't end when the construction is done. Buildings exist in real life with real people. So what do you do when there's a disconnect between green performance aspirations and resident realities? I remember one day we all got together and we were like, what's going on? Like, these bills are so high. Like, it was just so confusing. It was not what we expected it to be. What we heard were residents say, hey, we have high bills. You told us we'd be low bills. What's going on? Help us. In our first episode, Net Zero, Making It Real for Residents, developer Mutual Housing California learned from experience about the importance of resident engagement. We spoke to staff and resident youth leaders about what it took to make the ambitious Net Zero Energy multifamily development successful for everyone who lives there. And so as housing developers, if we can make it very easy for residents to live there and be energy efficient, then I think we're going a long way. Green building comes in all shapes and sizes, but there's a common misconception that green building is a big city urban thing. In our second episode, the upstate New York housing developer Repco proves otherwise. I think that there's been some real recognition of the values we bring to our projects throughout the Hudson Valley. I think that communities, if they don't demand that we do green buildings, they should. And I think they know that. Through their leadership, Repco reimagines the definition of sustainability to include rural communities. This episode, Net Zero Heroes, follows Repco's growth into a green organization through three ambitious green projects, from historical preservation to a net zero community hub. When you apply ambitious green goals to the affordable housing field, you can end up facing complex challenges. A top-down, siloed planning approach can lead to big mistakes being made. But there is a better way. If you ask most green housing practitioners, they'll tell you that the integrated design process is crucial if you want a successful outcome of truly sustainable communities. I would describe integrated design as a collaborative problem-solving approach that tries to wrestle both with how decisions are made, but also why decisions are made. In our episode, Getting Into Integrated Design, we spoke to a planner, a developer, an architect, and policymakers about that process and how to make it work in practice. I think integrated design is, its intent is to look at all of those component parts and identify how they can cooperate with each other to produce a building that's better for the environment, but probably equally, if not more importantly, better for the residents. There are a lot of moving parts that make following an integrated design process difficult. For this episode, our mini so deep dive integrated design in enterprise green communities, we spoke with Enterprise Community Partners National Initiative staff about how their program makes the process more accessible. 
I think integrative design is the core of green communities. And I think that if you can succeed in embodying an approach to integrative design in your project, you can succeed with your project, period. Zooming in on the integrated design category of the 2020 criteria, this episode outlines a step-by-step process for practitioners to engage people to identify shared priorities. But what do you do when your priorities are everything? In the next episode, Not for the Birds, Deep Green at Finch, we learn what it took to build Finch, the largest new construction affordable housing development in Cambridge, Massachusetts in 40 years. We've just got to get this thing open so these families can move in. What can we do to get this done so that they can get into this healthy building? Homeowners Rehab and Icon Architecture were able to achieve three major certifications, Passive House, Fitwell, and Enterprise Green Communities, and build and open the project despite the pandemic. Through collaboration and an integrated approach, they were able both to create a healthy and resilient project aligned with Fitwell and to navigate the energy performance and tight building envelope required by Passive House. When I talk to the residents, everyone loves living there. It's it's such a, a happy place for them. And I think that we had a vision and we achieved that vision, it became a reality. Climate change doesn't impact every community equally, which is why resilient and sustainable affordable housing is so vital. And that's what's so extraordinary to me about the moment that we're in is that the people who have had the least to do with the housing and climate crisis are indeed the ones who are paying for it the most. When it comes to green building, it's crucial to consider these interconnections. Our episode, Moving Beyond Green Buildings with Dana Borland, focused on Dana Borland and her new book, Gray to Green Communities, a call to action on the housing and climate crises. Systems thinking is critical to move away from obsolete housing that extracts from our collective well-being. Not only are we connected to one another, but together we can do so much more. We can make a quantum leap in averting both the dual crisis of climate change and housing affordability in one fell swoop from gray to green. In the season finale, Sustainable Home Ownership, Transforming Communities, we hear how HomeWise, leaders in New Mexico, rose to meet the challenge of a persistent housing shortage. In New Mexico, the tourist industry makes it difficult for locals to buy homes. Whole communities end up getting pushed out. We believe in creating home ownerships to help people build sustainability and wealth. We've used home ownership as something in Santa Fe where rental rates have just skyrocketed in the last 10 years. And the best economic stability you can have in this town is to own your home. And that's a wrap for season one. It has been a thrill to develop and produce the Green in Action podcast, creating a space where we can learn from each other to advance equity through sustainable, resilient, and affordable housing. Catch up on season one and be the first to know about season two by following us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at UHI Podcast and at urbanhabitatinitiatives.com. Together, we can tackle climate resilience and housing equity. 
I'm so glad you've joined us. 